everyone out there from a galaxy far, far away. It's another episode of Comic Book Characters. What is that? Is that is that like a pet? I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. <laughs> I'm Chris Lando Calrissian Gossidus. Oh, nice. Nice. You have to only hang out with the other minority people, though. <laughs> I let <laughs> you know that. <laughs> it, it, it's the smooth taste of being separate but equal. Cold 45. <laughs> oh, and Sandy, you know, I really feel like, again, we've talked about this before, missed opportunity. Cold 45, where are you at? Mm. Bring it back. Bring that delicious <laughs> malt. It's a malt beverage, right? Bring it back. Um, so, everyone, we want to wish you, you'll probably be listening to this in or around the holiday season, Christmas holiday. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to anybody that celebrates those things. This is going to be our Star Wars Rise of Skywalker review episode. Straight up, straight out. Spoiler alert, if you have not seen this movie, we are about to spoil some stuff for you. It literally came out today. You know, mm. they still do that thing where like it, you know, you can see it the day before on Thursday, which we did. And we have thoughts, and we're going to we're going to run into it, but just again, anyone who is listening to this right now, this is your last chance. If you haven't seen the movie and you don't want it spoiled for you, bail out. Bail out, hit up, hit up Tatooine or somewhere peaceful where you might be able to go, and then you can come back later and listen and to this after you've seen the movie. <laughs> and with that, the spoiler selection for Comic Book Characters Podcast is locked in. Locked. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, I guess on a slightly NBA related tangent, um, shouts to uh, David St- David Stern. Yeah, he had, a, he had a brain hemorrhage this week, so. My God! Yeah, just in the middle of like dinner, I think. Just not great, but he's okay. I think he's in stable condition. That's another do podcast. Think, do you think that steak's hitting though? <laughs> it was a steak, right? I'm sure it was a steak. It's probably I mean, Morton's. If you're gonna go, Morton's is the way. That is, this is the way. All right. So <laughs> as we as we do with all of our movie review episodes, we follow a uh, a rubric, if you will, and Stand- we start. The Stanley Rubric. That's nice. <laughs> That's really good. Um, <laughs> really majestic opening shots That's and like so... establishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's very like compositional shot. You know, establishing shots wide. Listen, it was cultivated. It was it was shot over a year in England. So <laughs> you better be thankful for this one. The weird thing is, they actually went back. They used like a hand crank camera, so they just had a guy. <laughs> Just for a year, just going <laughs> at it. He's got that steady hand though, twenty-four frames a second. You know you need it. So you gotta uh, get like Tommy John's after that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah, they're gonna Rocket's gonna be like, I need that arm. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna start off with Flash back, Flash versus I guess the Star Wars sagas. Uh, Flash versus the Star Wars saga. All I'm gonna have. What was that? All of it. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. So, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that uh, Flash is gonna lose pretty quickly in this scenario. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's gonna be able to handle all that heat. But, uh, but in this case, we are just, of course, talking about Rise of Skywalker. Uh, and for this one, Chris, I want you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, please give me a just the briefest of, like, if it's even possible, because it's really not. Uh, this movie is long and it's got a lot going on. 
briefest synopsis of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker from the perspective of one Mr. Babu Frank. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Strong contender for, like, Shadow MVP. Yeah. Of the movie. Um, you know? He's a Babu Frank. Yeah, movie. Yeah, long. Yeah, I opened the movie. Hey. Yeah, the movie. It, 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 it did. Oh, yeah, he's a Babu Frank. <laughs> yes. Wonder, actually, dude, and by the way, we, I, I threw that at you completely blind. You do a hell of a Bobby Frank impression. Like, who do you? <laughs> Not me. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Here we are. I kind of feel, spoilers, that kind of surmises the film for me. To me, like maybe, maybe Abrams a couple of times might have said during projection, hey, look, look at us. Right? Here, the, here we the are. Start of the shooting day. Like, come on, guys. Just take a look around. Look at us. Come look on. at this. Look at, look at R2. Look, there's a, there's a C-3PO. Look at his chewy. <laughs> this is definitely a Star Wars film, right? Let's <laughs> let's go, guys. Let's go. Uh, we're going to start off with our first segment. It's the stuff we liked. Excelsior. How sweet would it have been if Stan the man were still alive? If they had they had just threw threw him in this last Star Wars film as a cameo, <laughs> just because. Oh man, where would he? He has to be. Oh no, shit! He's on the party, like the party planet, right? Yeah, like, of course, of course, he's on the party planet. Yeah, yo, yeah, <laughs> you prevert. Yeah, class A prevert. Class A prevert. Uh, what do you need help walking for? Uh, okay. <laughs> So I, I actually, like, just so you all know, uh, listeners, we each made notes. The Excelsior and Bizarre portions of this review are going to be the, the two longest, I think, by far. Maybe the What If, too, would be might have a lot to it. Mm. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff to discuss with this film. Um, so you and I, Chris, we actually have not talked about our thoughts on this film with each other prior to this recording. It's kind of shocking. True believers, a little glimpse behind the curtain. We usually like call each other up immediately after a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we run through it. But I I really I just wanted to try to do this all on air because I thought it's just going to be interesting to see. So I am going to start talking about what I like. But the one thing I want to say because it's the one thing I immediately thought of. And so this is going to be like kind of a just a quick reset of our mindsets of what we think about this film as we're discussing the things we liked and didn't like. That way you guys can kind of follow along. My thought after this film, like as the credits are rolling, I had one word to describe this movie. Mm. And that word is safe. I I thought it was safe. Uh, You know, we talk about the... um, the Russo brothers and how they did Infinity War and Endgame and yeah. what makes those films so amazing is that they they took a lot of swings and they made a lot they had to make a lot of choices in those films and it felt like they made the right one virtually every time and and so it makes both of those films so amazing to watch um over and over and over again and, and back to back um I liked this movie I want to say that straight out I, I did like it. It's gonna you might once we get into this, you're gonna think maybe I didn't. <laughs> I really did. I did really like it, but I think 
in so many ways, and maybe as a reaction to The Last Jedi, J.J. Abrams decided to play the greatest hits. It's like seeing like Kiss or Journey or something mm. um, in a stadium tour now. They're going to play all of the hits. They're not going to give you any new material. And that he ultimately, for the most part, played it safe. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But I think that is the thing that describes this movie the most. For you, before mm-hmm. we get into Excelsior, what's like the one word that comes to mind for you with this film? Huh. Um, man. So let me, let me preface this because, or preface it even. Um, you do both. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm all in his face right now. Uh, all sorts of I'd Harvey like Dent. Be, <laughs> I like this movie. Uh, I think on a scale of one to five, even though we're not, you know, we're not that podcast, I think it's a solid three. Um, yeah, I, I might even say three, five. Yeah. yeah. I think with that, I, I, I really dig it. I, I, I enjoyed it. With that said, I think um, the one word summation I have is gutless. There you go. Yeah, I think that's like maybe a slightly more critical way of saying the same thing, right? Like it just it, and it's funny. And I'll, I mean, I don't want to skip ahead, but I literally have under in under the Bizarro, I have a, a part where I wrote notes, no balls. <laughs> I wrote no balls, and then I wrote a bunch. of... Yeah, no, no, we're going to get to it. And then I just wrote a bunch of stuff where I was like, they they had an opportunity here and then they just walked away from it. Uh, but let's talk about the things we liked. Because we did, we did, we both liked this film. That's interesting. I was kind of curious what you thought. I kind of thought you might feel sort of similar and it seems like that might be the case. Hmm. I will say right off, again, we're trying to concentrate on the things we liked. Kylo Ren is fucking obsessed. <laughs> like right off the bat, Adam Driver is going at a thousand. Like he's flying around in his interceptor, uh, interceptor, and he's just going at a thousand miles per hour. Wait, 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 wait. What'd you call it? Uh, it's an intercept, tie interceptor. Isn't that what, what it is? Or what'd you call it before? In- interceptor. <laughs> the fucking train. Yes. Um, I so right off the bat, I'm like, yes, I'm all in. They know that their money horse here is is Adam Driver. Is Kylo Ren? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, super excited for that to be the beginning of the film. Although, that technically not, because there's the crawl, but we're going to get to that later. Yeah. Um, no particular order. So what I'm going to do is, uh, do you have any thoughts about that initial uh, thing? Just the fucking, the rock bottom. Uh, always gets me so fucking bad. It's like, you, you can just chop him down, man. You, why you got a rock bottom whoever this guy is in front of you? Oh, yeah, the dude with the, with the yeah, with the, when he hits him with the sword, like the hilt, and then just, yeah. yeah. So good. I just, I love that. I was like, okay, like this is, and right away I was like, there's going to be a lot of action in this film, uh, which was, was exciting, and I felt like that was true. Um, Let's see. Uh, other things that I liked in no particular order, I guess, because I didn't write these down chronologically. I'm looking at it now. And I'm like, this is not chronological. Uh, Kylo's death. Spoilers, right? The the way they did, or Ben, Ben Solo's death. Yeah, he's definitely Ben at that point. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, maybe we'll get touch on more of that in a little bit. The small fan services in the film. Chewie getting his medal. <laughs> Finally. 
I like that. That was nice. Uh, when we see Rey at the end and they bring in all of the voices of the previous Jedi mm. all across the Star Wars canon, um, I really liked that. That was nice. Uh, for Again, J.J. Abrams did not let me down in terms of the action and environments that he provided in this film. The Palpatine uh, throne room or plant, whatever the hell you want to call that with the lightning, amazing visually. Uh, really liked that. The action sequences. All of the lightsaber battles are really nice. There's a bunch of them. I think there's like seven or eight. There's quite a few. But the one that especially stood out for me the most, and it was probably the single, my most single favorite moment within the film, was Kylo and Rey's force fighting. Like, Uh having a lightsaber battle through their connective force timing Mm -hmm. and so like one of them is on a ship and the other one is like on a planet but they're like they're still able to hit touch each other and and like touch lightsabers i love that like (laughs) so cool i remember we talked about the trailer we're like well where are they like where are they it looks like they're on some kind of ship or something well i mean it turns out to be that yes they were kind of on a ship but also not um, is that so, the one where he was just kind of like dodging without his lightsaber out at first? Yes. Yeah. At first he was just dodging. Yeah. So good. So good. What a great heel move too, by the way. <laughs> um, so the force fight and then, okay, we're going to come back to this in Bizarro, but when Chewie dies. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So quiet. Everybody gasped in the theater. Yeah. Is it, it was probably more like. Oh. Yeah, you don't think it was uh, the the pork uh, the, the pork faction was cheering? Yeah, well, no, they were happy. Going, <laughs> but I'm saying, like Chewbacca for like the sound, it was probably like, Whoa, and then just nothing because he died, like he was dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the theater uh, gasped. Right? They, I don't know how your screening was. Everyone was like, "What? Oh my god!" No, no, for sure. Everyone, the same. Everyone was stunned. And at, in that moment, and we'll get to it in the Bizarro, but in that moment, I was like, oh shit, this movie has high stakes. They're fucking like, going for it, right? They're Not only going the, for the, the it. The shock was like the force and lightning coming out of Ray. And then yes. truly fucking just blowing up. Yes. And just the, the pieces of the ship falling to the ground on fire. I was like, oh man. Oh. <clears throat> like hurt me, hurt like fuck me up. Like these are, are the characters. Are you Gray Fox from Metal Gear Solid right now? Yes. Hurt me more. Snake. Hurt me. Yes. I've stranded some death in my time. I hurt me. <laughs> like, but that's what I want. Like, and, and when Game of Thrones was the best of ga- version of Game of Thrones that it ever was, it was when it did stuff like that. Uh, when it just did stuff you were not expecting and it hurt you and it took characters you loved and it just fucking threw them into the ground. And that's what they did here with Chewie. And I was like, I was shocked and it hurt and it made me sad. I was very sad. But I was like, okay, okay. Like, hmm. this is it, right? This is the end of the saga. We're going to lose some people. It's a messy fight. It's, it's been a messy fight for a minute. Yeah, we're, it's Star Wars, guys. Wars. We're in a war here. It's not, it's not Star... It's not Star uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos. Uh, what did I write here? 
Uh, oh, no Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Weren't there, like, hard rumors about that? Yes. Yes. Lots of them. I think we even might have discussed it at one point on the podcast. Yeah. No Hayden Christensen. Great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so you might you might disagree with me on this one. But I thought bringing back Harrison Ford as Han Solo, uh, unexpected, first of all, because he mm. hates this shit. We know that. He hated it. He hates it. Uh, as as Mallory and Jason would say. But I I thought it was really cool because like, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, okay. And and also like a lot of the dialogue, the framing of him and Ben, it was it really brought you back to Force Awakens. Kind of yeah. closed closed the loop and I liked that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hell yeah. It was like all intimate shots. It was like right, right up in their face. Yeah, it felt like honestly, it felt like a Ryan Johnson move and I was like yeah, nice. I like that. What what do you what do you got? Um, what do you got for your Excelsiors, Chris? Ooh, so I had like um, I wrote down Ben and circled that. Um, that was just like man, the Star Wars knows how to do like a redemptive arc, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of like one of the core things that it can do. Mm-hmm. And like uh, I, I don't know if it's like true redemption. Like um, maybe if Voldemort kind of relented. And like tried to <laughs> try to be a human again at the end. Wait, you know Maybe. what? I I'm really glad you brought that up actually because that's that's really interesting. In Harry Potter, and I I found a lot of illusion like connections to Harry Potter and to Lord of the Rings in this. Yeah. Um, in Harry Potter, Voldemort, or not Voldemort, but like the kids ask, I think Dumbledore, McGonagall, or someone at some point, like, can you repair your soul once it's been torn apart? Mm-hmm. And they say uh, the only way that you can do that is to have true genuine remorse mm. you know so and that's what that felt like here in in this movie uh that's what they were doing with ben so i yeah i completely agree please yeah. continue i think also my uh the other thing i was gonna talk about for this one was uh when he is ben and he's kind of like coming back uh in like his j crew outfit <laughs> <laughs> yes his, his like active wear like his yeah. <laughs> like he's about to go hit some crossfit or like he just came from crossfit Oh, yeah, he's totally decked out. It's all normcore, which is a thing now, which yeah. I've been rocking since, like, ever. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, he's there. And then uh, the fucking Knights of Ren. Yeah. Like, we get teased a little bit here and there. Like, they do the checkoffs thing. It's three times we see him. The third beat, it's going to have to pay off, right? Yeah. The Knights of Ren surround him, and he has to fight them. Yeah. So, fucking, that was amazing. I think my favorite lightsaber battle is him versus the Knights of Ren. Uh, it doesn't start off with a lightsaber. Like, he's no. just kind of, like forcing them away and like kind of pulling them down but then they kind of do their force time shit right and, and uh, she gets some mannequins and, yeah. uh, and and there's a second he takes a beat where he, he finally has it and it's ignited and he's like he kind of bows a little yeah. he's like gentlemen <laughs> like now we can fight <laughs> yeah that was fucking great um this is adam driver holy shit man adam driver <laughs> absolutely Anything to add to that one? Um, just that I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was... Was it you? I don't remember. I was talking to somebody about who has been the best actor in all of the Star Wars films. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And it's it's Adam Driver. Yeah. It is hands down Adam Driver. Do not come at me with your Alec Guinness... <laughs> to, shut up. Don't... Harrison Ford, I will, I will listen to. You want to make that argument? I will listen to it. He's Harrison Ford is great. Don't get me wrong. Indiana Jones, like he's done a lot. 
no one's taking anything away from Harrison Ford. But Adam Driver carries so much in not only in this film but in this entire trilogy of what his character has to convey. And literally one for one comparison shows you just what a complete fuck up the Hayden Christensen Anakin Skywalker thing was. Yeah. <laughs> because Adam Adam Driver takes essentially a very similar character and just knocks it out of the park and he he's so good and so nuanced and and just perfect. Him and Ridley too. But Daisy Ridley is really great as Ray and they are both my ultimately when I look back at this film, you know, five, ten years from now, uh-huh. the thing that I'm gonna take away from it, this trilogy, is the Ray Kylo Ren story and Hell their yeah. connection. Thank you for that segue because I think that's my next point is yeah. the whole Raylo kind of thing going on. Yeah. Um. But I think he it's it's really quick and I'll get to it in the Bizarro. But mm-hmm. uh, he's like we're a duality, and like fucking yes, that's what we've been saying for a while now, right? Yep. Uh. So the whole like them acknowledging the fan theory or like them acknowledging uh, and kind of kind of like that's the, I think that's the anchor for this sequel trilogy, is mm-hmm. the relationship between Ray and Kylo Ren or mm-hmm. Ben. And um, that it gets realized like fully in this and it gets like the right payoff it needs. Yeah. Um, I think I only know because Binge Mode covered it and uh, they said that a little bit of uh, the Zeffirelli Romeo and Juliet theme mm. in uh, Force Awakens when I think Kylo and Ray meet in the forest. In the forest. In the forest time, right? Or no, yeah. in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the end. So the, in the first movie um, or episode seven. So that, that Romeo and Juliet end. They can't be together. But. Right. Oh, I didn't even... You know what? I remember... Like, we've talked about that, and I honestly forgot. I, I, I got so wrapped up into the film, I forgot. But, like, when you say that now and you look back on it, like, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing where it was kind of neat to see J.J. Abrams be able to do this film, because you could you could build off of things from The, from the Force Awakens that way mm-hmm. and pay off correctly. Um, we'll, we'll get into more of that a little bit later, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, just, yeah, go ahead. For, um, two more Excelsior points. Sure. Um, I don't know which to, which order to do them in. I think I'll order like this. Uh, fucking Luke and Leia training, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's just... What a tease. Yeah. <laughs> man, it, it, just with the blaster shields down? And just yeah. running through the woods and attacking each other? That was great. This the whole. I mean, I, I know they had to do like the. I'm sure it was all CGI faced or whatever, but um, yeah, that was really really impressive. I fucking more of that, please. It really it really makes you think about because obviously you know unfortunately Carrie Fisher passed away, mm. and we've talked about this before, but I'll I'll bring it up real quick just for listeners that might have forgotten. Carrie. So the way they were originally supposed to set up this trilogy, this the new Star Wars films, was each of the central characters from the original trilogy were each going to be a focal point of one of the films. Um, Han Solo was going to, pardon me, be the focal point for episode seven. Luke Skywalker was episode eight and Leia was always going to be episode nine. Mm. Additionally, I did some research. Apparently the original title for the, for the last, for the ninth Star Wars film was going to be the last Jedi. Oh, okay. And Leia was going to be the last Jedi. Oh, it was they, they had a lot planned for her and their original story. So clearly they had to go completely different, different way with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll we're going to touch on that later, too, because, you know, 
I'll say this before, you know, I say more disparaging things later. J.J. Abrams was put in a difficult position. Um, he was given about half the production time that he was supposed to have, that any person was going to have to do this last film. So that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot for this, of all, of all films, for this film, for you to have half the time right. you would normally have to make this film is daunting. Um, complete script rewrite, everything, it, it, you know. So it, going back to like, yes, the Luke and Leia training, gee, like what could we have seen? If Carrie had not passed away, it, uh, yeah, it's one of those great what ifs. There's on Twitter, like um, I follow some Star Wars accounts. I forget I, they're on mute right now because I didn't want any spoilers, mm-hmm. uh, even like you know official spoilers. So, but there's like some animated shorts that they do, and um, it's uh, like it's stuff from the A New Hope, but like uh, and it, like Leia kind of like does a little bit more badass shit. That she like shoots some uh, stormtroopers and stuff. Uh, but like that, that animation style, just give me fucking Luke and Leia training. But right, yeah. like an animatrix thing or yeah. something, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. That yeah, that's I, I would I would lay down the money for the plus. Oh I'm, yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, I'm already there. <laughs> but skimming off my brother's account, but I would do it. Uh, hey, you can have up to four. We talked about it. It's fine. It's um, oh, one last uh, Excel. Sure, 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 sure. That is. Um, Ronnie James Dio. Ronnie James Dio. Oh. Holy diver! Yeah, man, the little droid. He's all, oh, the little poor thing has so much anxiety. I'm like, no, 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 thank no, you. No, no, thank you. No, 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 thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> I'll miss her. Very kind. Yeah. Actually, I have, I have a, well, I was going to get to him a little later. Yeah. Uh, for for uh, hey everyone, but but yeah, Dio's great. Uh, you know, one thing you got to give this new trilogy really bring in some great droid action. Mm-hmm. BB-8, you got Dio now. Just really, really bring in some sauce. Ooh, what kinds of? I mean, like, are we talking about like the new stuff, like the aioli stuff, or is it like thick? Nah, it's thick, man. It's like yeah. Yeah. slather. You got slather it on there. <laughs> You got slather and lather, my friend. Um, That's a yeah. great segue to the bizarre section. Yeah, let's do that. Look, it am our most famous superhero. Yes, it be bizarro number one. Okay, I'm gonna go through my, but like, jump in, man. Just yeah, yeah, ju- yeah. if you want, like, if you're uh, like, I'm wrong. If you just right. think I'm wrong, just tell me, and I want it. We'll talk through it. Oh, well, I'm sure we're gonna uh, have overlap. That's the thing. We are gonna probably have overlap. All right, what is this? Okay, I already said that about JJ. Okay, so again, before I say any of these things, I do sincerely sympathize and empathize with what JJ Abrams had to do in this film. Uh, He came on in 2017. Okay, Colin Trevorrow originally wrote the script and was announced as the director of this film in 2015. Yeah, that's two years lead time gone, (laughs) just gone. And when you're making a especially a big budget film like this, that's so much. That's that's asking so so much. Weird that he, I mean, is it? No, it's probably not weird. It's legally binding, I guess, that he still has a story credit. Uh, apparently, they used. I looked into that. Apparently, they used enough story elements that he's still qualified. Mm. So, yeah. 
let's see. Oh, here's an interesting quick little trivia fact that I found. Before J.J. Abrams was hired for this film, apparently um, Ryan Johnson was offered to direct Star Wars Episode Nine mm-hmm. after uh, Colin Trevorrow left. He apparently turned it down because he said it, he said it, he just needed time off from the whole Star Wars thing and that he was already working on his next project, which was Knives Out. Hmm. That's really interesting, because I, I guarantee you that if Ryan Johnson had done this film, the story would have played out so differently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's another, the, the pressure of the mouse. Like, I think we talked about it with the Russos. You got to have, you got to be drift compatible with somebody to yeah. <laughs> kind of like weather that storm. And that's the thing, like, I think we've both talked about this before. We've even brought up Knives Out before on this podcast. I, we're both pretty big Ryan Johnson fans. I would say in terms of their storytelling and their narrative and where they wanted the story to go, Abrams and Johnson are not compatible at all. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, and, and well, I'm about, I'm about to touch on that a lot here in a second. But, um, you know, like, just for instance, I would say that if Ryan Johnson had done this film, no Palpatine. I don't think Palpatine would have been in it at all. Right. I don't think Ray would have been a Palpatine. Yeah. If Ryan Johnson had done this film, uh, we'll, we'll I'll get more into that in a minute. All right. On the subject of Palpatine, though, let me tell you. <laughs> Palps. Yeah, old Palpy. Palpy is like a call. Him. I like to call him that. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> in the crawl. In the crawl. Oh shit! Yeah. Are- no. Can we please talk about the crawl? Because it starts off with the most adolescent sentence I've ever seen. Yeah, please. Let's do it. Let's hear it. The dead speak! Exclamation mark. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. God. So I was watching with Libs, right? So that comes up, and I just look at She's not paying it. She's watching the movie. I just look at her. I'm like, what? <laughs> and like, she doesn't even see me react to it. But I'm like... Literally just like, what the fuck? Like, I know Palpatine's going to be in this movie. They already teased it. That's cool. I'm fine. I'm not mad at that. Right. But what is this nonsense? You You mean this incredibly important narrative point for this entire story yeah. is going to get written into two sentences in a crawl? Fucking thank you. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. Like, the crawl has always set the scene, right? It's, it's the part of the setting. It's like... Is a time of is a period of civil war in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. It, it's like uh, the trade federation has had disputes. These are like big ideas. These are like things that we probably didn't need to see because it's too complex and too laid out. Right. Fucking. This is a plot point. This is this is what tells me, and I think we talked about this. I think we did talk about this the other day because I was like, the thing I keep hearing is that there's this movie is trying to do a lot, a lot, a lot, maybe too much. A la Spider-Man 3, a la, you know, just a host of other films that make this mistake. Again, Abrams is kind of stuck. I get it. But what this tells me is, you know what? There should have been an episode 9 and 10. Maybe. If, if this if this really was your final, your final draft, your final edit for what this story is going to be, and the main baddie is the same as the original baddie and he's just the all-time baddie and I get it and that's great, that's fine. <laughs> you can't have him completely missing from the first two films of this trilogy. God. Like, that doesn't make 
any sense. And and the fact that like they hand wave it with a line of dialogue from Palpy going, Snoke, I made Snoke. Oh, okay. No, no, not only that, we got to see a couple of Snokes in like a chamber or like a little vat thing, right? Yeah, we do see the vat of the clone Snokes. Hashtag clone Snokes. And, um, <laughs> like, here's my problem. Okay, okay, then let's just take the smallest time to step away from that, that revelation, and let's revisit The Last Jedi, please. Oh, look, Snoke has Rey. Oh, look, Snoke has Kylo. Oh, he's totally got Rey, like, tied up. He, he He's holding her up in midair. He, she's screaming. You know, he's like, oh, I know who you are. Like, of course, he knew who she was then, the whole time. Mm. And, like, if, if Palpatine needed her or needed her dead or needed her to take her life, he could have just done it then. What was all this grandstanding about with Snoke? That mm. it doesn't hold up at all. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. I need the I need the Wallace and Gromit gif like where where uh, Gromit's trying to lay down the train tracks as he's on front of the train. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's what they that's what obviously that's what they did. Um, this this film, and I would I would argue that even Ryan Johnson's film, but neither one of them they never they never plotted this thing out. I don't think. Mm. I think they did for some stuff. Like I think they had the like Luke, the Han, Luke, and Leia like where they're each going to get a film. And we're going to touch on their characters and what it means to still be these characters so many years down the road. I think that part they had kind of nailed down. For the new characters and all of that, they had no fucking clue. Yeah. They had no fucking clue what they were going to do with it. Uh, And should we be surprised? It's J.J. Abrams. Okay? (laughs) Lost. Like, this is the guy who's known for not knowing how to stick the landing. Yeah. (laughs) And endings are hard to come by. Like Endings are hard. Good endings are really hard, um, but motherfucker Lindelof is over here just like having a ball, like uh, the Watchmen. Yeah, the, the one before that, I forget now what it's called. Fucking leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah, that's a good show. What was happening, man? You guys started this, right? Aren't you guys drift compatible? Couldn't he have reached out? Yeah, that would have been a good phone call to make. Phone a friend. Um. Yeah, man, it's funny you say that though, because we're you know we're you just said like endings are hard, and that's I had a really long conversation with Libby uh, before we saw Star Wars, and I kept telling her I was like, the thing that concerns me most about this film is that like, J.J. Abrams said in an interview, not only is this the end of this trilogy, mm-hmm. it's the end of the entire saga, all nine, like it's all coming. I'm like, no, 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 that's so much. <laughs> like, please don't do that. Don't put all that on you, J.J. Please. Because I'm really worried that you're not going to be able to handle all of it. Because that's a lot. Like you need like a you need five people for that. Like yeah. And 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 my concern and I and I told what I what I told Libby was. It's really really hard to make a, a, a substantial ending that stays with you that means something. Mm. I go most of the time when you see the end of a movie, it's just an end. It's it's real safe. It's almost always safe because it's it's hard. It's hard to do an ending that matters. Right. And so we just I just saw Jumanji, the new Jumanji film, uh, a few Uh-oh. weeks uh, like a few is, days ago. This is going to be a hot take that's coming in sideways. Okay. Hot take alert. No, I don't know how it is. I liked that movie. I liked the first one more, uh, the Welcome to the Jungle. But I liked it. They they played it real safe too in that film. But they added some new elements. It's really fun. 
But the ending in in the new Jumanji film is so safe. Mm. It just it's just kind of in it's just like a thing. It's just people talking and there's it's fine and it's nice and it's fine, but it is incredibly safe. And and in a, in a lot of ways this movie is very safe too. Yeah, I think um, there's also a distinction to make like um a bad ending a, ba- a bad ending to me yeah. is one that's yeah. like unearned. And mm-hmm. I think they follow a couple threads through enough here, especially the Raylo thing, to where it does feel earned enough. Yeah. To kind of like pull it out of that like C tier into like sure. a B. B tier, yeah, sure. Like yeah, okay, like let's play let's play this game. Now we live in a universe where um the Kylo the Kylo Ben Ray story doesn't end the way it does in the film and like just that's just not in there like how much worse of a film is this a much worse film it's yeah uh that that again speaks to how much those characters how well they were conceived and acted Mm -hmm. uh matters so much in this film all right let me other other bizarre things uh ray is palpatine what (sighs) like Like, i think my my thing i wrote down here is like He's he was that like is there enough humanity in Palpatine to like want to be with another person on an intimate level like that? Yeah, I mean that's the other thing, and this is this this is the shit I hate. And I look, I get it. We you just talked about things being earned or unearned. I'll buy the Palpatine that Sheev, Sheev Palpy, uh, <laughs> had a child who then had another child. Like sure. Give me something somewhere to like just right. crumb that along to believe it. Nowhere, nowhere, never, not once I just, until now, I until when you needed it. I just checked ways and like that just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, I I hate shit like that. I really do. I don't like when things are unearned like that. And I and again, I, I say that. Knowing that they were in a tight spot, mm-hmm. and and that once they decided whatever the ending was going to be, they had to then just be like, "Well, this is going to have to explain it, and if it doesn't make sense, oh well." Right. It's easier. <laughs> it's an easier explanation. Sure. Uh, okay. My next <laughs> in my notes, the next section I wrote, I just wrote, "Fuck you, Ryan," <laughs> because <laughs> again, Ray is Palpatine. So now Ray isn't no one anymore, which was my favorite thing about yeah. The Last Jedi, was that I loved the idea that Ray was just any person who was able to harness the Force. Broom Boy, right? The little kid at the very end mm-hmm. of The Last Jedi that Force moves the broom. Yeah, even, Perf- the most mar- even the most marginalized person in your story can still be a protagonist. Perfect. Perfect A plus storytelling. So, uh, so now Ray's Palpatine. So fuck you, Ryan Johnson. So Brim Boy, fuck you. Um, what else did I write here? Uh, my notes are small and hard to read. Ray, <laughs> oh Ray, parent parentage. Oh yeah, her parents. So like, okay. Also technicality. Like they say, Ray Kylo Kylo tells Ray to her face. Oh yeah. Search your feelings. Your parents are no one. You know it to be true. Then he also say some shit like, "I never lie to you." I never lie to you, and he did. He says he says it, he says it multiple times. Um, I guess technically he didn't. Her parents are no one. They purposefully disappeared to protect her. But uh, yeah, her parents were fucking the 
the child of Emperor Palpatine? That's very someone. That's not no one. Yeah, just because, uh, yeah, just because, like, you know what I mean? Like, like the Kennedys are still a thing, <laughs> even if you're not John F. Kennedy, you know? So, yeah, that, oh, that, that was not great. Oh, this one. Um, oh, let me do this one first. This one, this one's not that big, but it was kind of annoying. It was a one again, Jeez. one line, <laughs> one line, just just waving away Ryan Johnson's shit. They're like when they're trying to get down all of the uh, the star destroyers. Uh-huh. They're like, we need to pull some holdo maneuvers. Oh yeah, and, and they're that like, the no, 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 we can't do that. The fucking Hobbit said that. Yeah, yeah, fucking Hobbit said that. And here's the, here's here you go. Here you go. I would have loved to see this fleet quote-unquote of just people like they say in the film uh-huh. not an actual fleet sacrificing themselves by hyper speed jumping oh, into their ships oh my the god the sacrifice hey. real fucking stakes stop taking the easy way out right okay yeah. stop doing a cheap chewy misdirect we're gonna get to that <laughs> but but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. there was an opportunity where they made a choice and they made the wrong choice to me. Yeah. Show the sacrifice. God damn. Show the fucking. Oh, so what's her face actually got off the planet and and isn't dead? The Carrie Russell character. <laughs> right. That's when cool. Which she said like this is the only way how to, and she gave it to Poe. Yeah. Okay. So fine. 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 I will forgive that sin that she somehow made it. If you then are like, okay, Poe's happy, she's still alive, and then when it comes down to it, she has to fucking light speed jump into a ship. Yeah. And die. Now you've earned some shit, right? You'd be on some Dunkirk level shit if it was just regular people with regular freighters or like yep. you no, know, like a yep. like yep. a family spaceship or whatever. <laughs> and they're yep. doing whatever they can to try because like the military won't help. The core worlds they're gone. Yep. Uh the Whatever military remnants of the rebels or the resistance are scared, so it's just regular people fucking doing that shit. That would be that. That would have made that line actually mean something. Yep. So again, you know, and I like the film. I want to reiterate that. But just there are choices where I was like, "Wow, this was obviously to me the wrong choice." Yeah. You could have you could have done so much, so many more impactful things with different choices. And the last one for my uh, fucky Ryan segment sec- section. When Luke catches the lightsaber, uh, yeah. goes Luke, and is like, a Jedi's weapon is the most sacred thing. <laughs> it deserves more respect than that or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then he's like, I shouldn't have just ostracized myself on the planet. I was scared. I was, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I was Look, I like I liked the movie. I liked the movie a lot. I liked it enough to where the, even that sin of this film yeah. did not turn me off of the movie overall. But are you fucking kidding me? Well, I mean, that's why it feels like two movies, right? Because they cuz JJ had to go back <laughs> or he wanted to go back apparently and redo yeah. a little bit of episode 8. Yeah. Fuck. Just Okay, um, let's see. All right, I only have... No, I actually have quite a few more. Uh, do you want to jump in? You said something about Chewy earlier, right? Yeah. Uh, let's, it's let's... Just, I had... Um, what I have down here? It's a cheap fake-out with Chewy. Uh, yeah, man. Like, this goes back to, like, being earned or not. Like, your story yeah. beats, if they're there, and if they hit, and if you let them hit, then 
that's that's what resonates, right? That should be right. what you build off of. Not right. like, but he's okay. <laughs> it was another ship. Um, like see. immediately, like in screen time, it was like what five minutes? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 they didn't even set up like a late act two kind of payoff or anything like that. All right, so Chewie lives. That was ugh, that was so cheap. I don't, it, um, lack of stakes. I also had that one down here, and shout out to Morton's again. Yeah. <laughs> Proud sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just like I, I think. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. The the whole like uh, repeat of uh, what we had in the uh, last Jedi. We're like, oh, nobody's coming to help us. But then like, oh, here they are to help us. Yep. At the end, and it's just like as much as Force Awakens was kind of like a, a remix of A New Hope. This one was kind of like following Return. A little bit too closely, maybe. Um, again, just choosing the easier path. Yeah, I, you know what I think it is too. I think we're kind of touching on it. Is that given the production time that they had, they just ultimately every time just went with what is the easiest thing we can do right. to get through this, and it still makes sense, and it still be like a story that we can tell. Because I think that's what happened, and that's that's unfortunate. You know, because this this franchise is so unique in how long, how many, like, it spans generations of people. Um, you know, and it's, it's like, this is the ending, you know? This is going to be the end of this story. It's the ending, but wait a minute. Let's introduce a new Sith bad guy that we're only going to show in flashbacks. And it's yeah. a weird knife that shows you, like, the landscape clue. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, that landscape. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what, you have to be standing on that rock? Like, what if... Like, that's not how perspective works, people. Like, you can stand anywhere and... Okay, but I, whatever. All, like, all I know is I want to go to an escape room with Ray. Uh -huh. I think she'd be the best person to go to. So good. She'd be so good at it. She'd be in and out that they have no chance but to refund us our $50 or whatever the fuck it was to get in. Also, even if they try to employ, like, some kind of water obstacles she's just gonna get through it like it's not gonna even be a problem <laughs> barely an inconvenience uh as the pitch meeting guy would say uh okay hux as a spy oh i didn't have that one down here but like that came out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. um and then his reasoning also made even less sense i want like, kylo ren to lose i don't care if you win like wh what what does that even mean what does that mean? <laughs> also, you're just a petulant child? Like, that you... What? 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 What and why? Yeah. What and why? Um, yeah, we already talked about this. No one's coming, and then everyone comes and shows up. And then even there, again, again, the this is where I'm like... They came so hard, too. <laughs> so <laughs> Palpy does pretty badass move where he forced lightnings up. Good God. Into the sky oh, and shit. just does that qualify for the comic book movie type type of trope? Like, oh, the, the light in the sky. Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Uh, come on, Chris. Like the 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 ship showing up, like with with uh, what's her face coming through on Poe's like radio. That's literally just Endgame. What do you? Yeah, on your left. Oh, on your God. left. I thought. We, I swear to God, I was like, please say on your left. <laughs> just say it. Just fucking, just do it. <laughs> like, you're clearly just, just do it. It's fine. I'm not even mad at it. Do it. Like, have the balls to do it. You won't? Um, so, so, we have this cool moment where Palpatine shoots lightning up into the sky. 
and is just wrecking shop, like completely fucking over the resistance's plans here. Fucking game genie in the in the console and everything. But then but then when he gets taken out or he stops force lightning up in the sky, all the ships are fine. They just didn't have communications or power for a little while. So they were just kind of floating in space. Did, uh, they weren't even Did Nian Nub kinda bite it there? I think he blew up. Oh maybe. Did he? I didn't like It was pretty quick. Okay. There's a there's another okay, so I mean maybe. And you know, maybe 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 linger on that a little bit. That character is kind of important. Right. Again, show the stakes. We want the stakes. Give us the stakes. <laughs> Omaha. This isn't a vegan restaurant. Um, all right. So this this portion, I told you, I have a lot to lot to cover here. No balls. Mm. I just wrote no balls in all caps. Okay. Finn Finn and Poe. Oh yeah. You've been teasing this like. Is there more to their relationship than just friends or like whatever? I, I kind of always liked it. I didn't necessarily feel like they ever needed to, like, to nail it down one way or the other. Nail it down? But, yeah. Yep. But what this it, film did... Can you nail it down, or do you have to You have to choose a direction, man? This film... Yeah. I mean, you don't anymore, right? Like, that's the whole point about being, like, polyamorous and, like... Uh, polysonic. Uh, yeah, polysonic. Poly, yeah, supersonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um... They th- this movie went to great lengths to be like Finn likes women, Poe's in love with Ray. Oh, yeah. Like, or no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Poe Poe likes women, Finn's in love with Ray. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Uh, and that's fine, I guess. I kind of actually like the idea that Rose is in love with Finn and Finn's in love with Ray, but Ray's in love with Kylo mm. or Ben. I, you know, because that's kind of like a real life thing. Like I could see that happening. But they just they 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 went through so many hoops just to make sure the audience knew. Hey, these two guys they ain't gay. <laughs> to me, that's what it felt like. Um, we talked about this at the very very beginning. Finn, Lando, and uh, Jana. Yeah. All of the uh, black characters, just always together. And it sucks because Finn and Jana had that really kind of like a nice like a moment that kind of alleviated a lot of tension because mm-hmm. I think one of my Bizarro knows is this plot, plot, plot. Like, fucking, we, we just run. We never watch mm. this movie. And uh-huh. in Return of the Jedi, there's that great sequence in the Ewok village, right? Where they're kind of like uh, relaying to the Ewoks what, you know, how they got here and what they're all, what all their story is, where they just kind of like soak it in. All the principles are there and they kind of just like, um, yeah, man, fucking, we've come a long way. We never really got that in this one. That's the closest we got, their conversation about like, oh, you defected too? Right, like the, he wasn't the only one, and also like, what does that mean to the larger story? It's it's important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, okay, here's oh, so I didn't. And here we go. This is was such a short scene or sequence that I honestly missed it. Libby had to tell me after the fact. I was like, really? That happened? Apparently, when the resistance wins and they're back on the jungle planet. Mm-hmm. There's a very quick lesbian kiss. There's two oh, yeah. women that kiss. Cool. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. I honestly didn't even notice it. Um, I think it happened really fast. You know, there have been so much talk around, I think, The Last Jedi and kind of coming into production of this film of, like, being more inclusive and, like, showing more types of relationships and things and like that's what they boil it down to like a micro fraction of a second 
scene. I, yeah, I guess it would have it would have meant something if it tried to recreate that World War II shot of the oh the sailor yeah, yeah. in um in Times Square or whatever, but they didn't. Like you said, yeah. it was it was a pretty quick shot. I think it was in part of a pan. Yeah, it was like a yeah, and I'm just like, don't don't pander, don't you know? If you mean do it, if you mean it, but otherwise, just don't don't pander. All right, and then I'm just gonna read this literally as I wrote it because I kind of wrote it as like a stream of consciousness. Go for it. And this all has to deal with Palpatine, and then we can move on to other stuff. <laughs> um, I wrote Palpatine, kill me. No, wait. I'll just take your life force instead. Oh, I created Snoke's, and I had you when I was Snoke, but I didn't fulfill my plan because reasons. <laughs> uh, Hashtag because reasons. That's like my favorite explanation ever. I And I think so much of... If I try to look at the... And this is one of those films... I, what is it? What is the artist that, like, is it a Rembrandt? Where if you look at it from a distance, it looks really beautiful. But if you look at it really up close, it's like you see all the stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? That's what I kind of feel like this film is. If you just enjoy it, and you just experience it, I think it's you're gonna have a good time. I think it does enough things right to keep you engaged. But if you're trying to be critical of this film, if you're trying to look at it closely so much of it falls apart and there's so many things that happen because hashtag because reasons <laughs> i think that goes back to the plot 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 type of thing it's like right. it, it doesn't give you a chance to think a little bit it doesn't give you a chance to breathe it in uh it's just like here's this thing this is happening now this is happening now this is happening now this is happening now we're going on nine planets here we go here we go here we go here we go we're on this other planet here we go now where are you now i don't know let's it's like a shell game like you're just moving everything around so fast. <laughs> and i think we're seeing it Real in real time because the critic response has not been good for this film. It is the lowest critically reviewed um, Star Wars film of the last of the original trilogy and this new trilogy. Wow! I don't know about prequels. <laughs> Probably not as bad as the prequel reviews, but which is which is earned. But but the overall fan reaction that I've been seeing online has been. For, mo- for the most part, and really a majority, very positive. God damn it. I knew people this was having- going to happen. People are having a really good time with this. And that's okay. I'm not I'm not mad at that. I think we're in a kind of a different situation, you and I, because we've, with this show, and especially when we do the movies, we're reviewing and we are being critical, you know, where, it, where we need to be. And there's a lot of places in this film where you definitely can be justifiably critical. I mean, that comes from like a sincere place of like we want to see a really really good product. Oh uh, yeah, we talk about that all the time. What do we always say? We want it to be good. We want everything to be good mm-hmm. because this is representing us to the mainstream. This is representing us to where we weren't represented before. You know, I was talking to uh, I guess it was probably I don't I was talking to someone and. You know, I was talking about how much I really liked The Last Jedi. And I, what I really liked about it is because it subverted so many things about Star Wars, but still felt true to the core of what Star Wars is. And Ryan Johnson took a lot of swings. And not, that's, not that he connected on all of them, but he took a lot of swings and he took a lot of chances. This film is almost a complete rebuke of that. Mm-hmm. Again, back to what I said at the very beginning. It's so safe. Yeah. It's so safe, and, and no better example than the Chewie fake-out death. 
I mean, totally. It just it happens in Act One. <laughs> it's it, it's like whatever the option was presented. Like, do I lean into like you know trying to do something new, carving a new path? Like Ben told me I could. Like Kylo said, like let the past die. Or do I kind of follow something that oh, this is easier? Yeah. Well, and they. I, I mean, I don't know. I would argue that they went easy. They just went for sure. And, and maybe maybe it's because the the constraint of time, you know. Maybe they just didn't have enough. There wasn't a way to to pull this thing apart and rebuild it to for it to make sense and tell the story and take a bunch of risks. I um I have a couple of different things that that weren't covered. If, uh, sure. If you're sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're Randall Adams, uh, <laughs> I'm it's done, fucking yeah. Lando misused is what I had as the first bullet point. Um, total of total screen time of what three and a half minutes? He's barely in it. it, it I mean, it, you uh, three hundred. The only good thing Zack Snyder ever did, which was basically to just use uh, Miller's stuff again. Uh, Bucky, he could have been the one Spartan that survived, right? The one-eyed Spartan that goes back and kind of tries to. He's telling the tale of Leia. He's telling the tale of how you motherfuckers didn't answer the call. You, we're fighting your war and and this is how you treat us he 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 should have been that kind of through line he should have been the b plot trying to trying to fucking going to the senate ripping them a new asshole and trying to say like we're out here dying for your cause and this is the response we get he he has the charisma checks to pull that off he's rolling for sure with charisma those capes plus five at least so man if that yeah, and is through line. Absolutely. And he has agency. Like real earned, like we talked about, earned agency. Mm-hmm. Because he was there in the original Rebel Alliance, like fighting. Ah, oh, man, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. I missed that one, but yeah. Well, now I'm just angry about that. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? A lot of my stuff is kind of like lack of stakes. Uh, repeat. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, palps underlined three times. Uh, just that I think the only cool thing I did like about Palps was um, like the macabre specter of his visage, right? Like, sure, he, the visual representation is great. Like he's undead, but not. But he's, it's real creepy. He's also got that whole Gladys from Portal thing. Like he's yeah. suspended by machinery and stuff. Yeah, he's got a giant crane. Who are all those other hooded figures? Oh, that's the other thing I had right next to that. It was like Sith bullshit out of nowhere. Yeah, like. I mean, if you're going to try and say, like, oh, this is the Phantom Menace all along. It's like, we didn't know about this whole world. And they have, like, you know, at least 100,000 plus people on every one of those fucking Star Destroyers. Like, fucking for real? Were they all clones? It's so much. It's it's so much that is unearned and unexplained. Uh, And it's the kind of, again, we just talked about it. I think if you just watch the film and don't think about it, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But the second you try to think about it, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... I have my brother's take, and I think <laughs> he summed it up pretty uh, succinctly. Uh, this some Galaxy's Edge bullshit is what he said afterwards. <laughs> what if that is the case, though? What if, like, you have to go to Galaxy's Edge to get the full story? Like, why? They do say it's canon. Whatever happens in there is canon. Yeah, so maybe maybe this is the ultra like consumer flex <laughs> by disney it's i think maybe uh, uh, what he meant is like it's just super you know bespoke it's tailored to the fan 
And oh, for sure. You get to see like, and I think we also agreed that uh, people are fucking gonna love Carrie Russell's character. It's like Boba Fett levels, even though like they hated Ray for the same qualities, just yeah. popping in and out of nowhere, doing a bunch of cool shit, and like they're not gonna question any of that now, because she's got a cool mask. <laughs> yeah. What does that say? What, is, cool. what does that say about Star Wars fans? They like their women like, but they don't want to see them. Oh man, I mean, sure. I I don't know. May, I mean, maybe that feels a little too right. I don't know. <laughs> or they got to be in golden bikinis or whatever uh, and be oops. tied to a monster. I I did like I did like uh, for those that you know. I actually I've talked to some other fans that didn't know this. They do reveal very quickly what like Poe Dameron's background is and that he was a spice runner. Mm-hmm. Just like Han Solo. So that was really cool. I kind of like that. A lot of people don't know this. Spice in the Star Wars universe, it's not fucking spices. It's not KFC out here, guys. <laughs> it's like heroin. It's it's hard drugs, hard narcotic drugs. They're <laughs> drug dealers, guys. Fucking in the vein type of shit. Like, this is the wire, okay? Like, <laughs> But I like that. I thought that was cool. Uh, before we get to, you know what, let's go ahead. Let's see. You ready to jump to, Hey everyone, or do you have another point? No, I think, I mean, I, I, just to reiterate as much as we're fucking kicking a new mud hole in this motherfucker, we liked it. I, yeah, I really did. And I, I will gladly see it again. You know, I, I, we saw, I saw it yesterday, which is Thursday. It's Friday. I probably will see it before the weekend's over right. again. I, I'm happy to see it again. There, there's plenty of stuff to like in the film. But as reviewers, as people that are, you know, that we do this for the podcast, we are critical of things. Yeah. And there's just a lot of room to be critical here. Uh, let's see. You want to jump to everyone then? Yeah. Hey. 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 Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey. Hey, Peter. Uh, so I think I already, I kind of touched on this earlier, and you might actually have the same answer because you were seemingly pretty, uh, pretty on board. Uh-huh. Dio, baby. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Fucking man, poor little droid. <laughs> hey, he got the wheel though. He got the grease, to, yeah. you know, squeaky wheel grease. Uh, he, he's just uh, as somebody who also suffers from like anxiety and stuff from time to time. I I just felt seen in this droid. <laughs> like just he's trying to stay out of people's way. He's trying to be helpful, but also please leave him alone, right? Like. <laughs> just there's just something very it's really interesting and they keep doing this with the droids where they make the droids so personable that even though they are robots they're they're so human-like mm. and it's that's really that's really great they did when poor bb8 had the tree fall on him <laughs> i was like fuck you ray what are you doing why are you doing this <laughs> fucking asshole what are you doing and then Poe was really pissed off at her. Of course he was. Yeah. He's like, BB, BB is barely put together. But did you have anybody else in contention for everyone? Uh, I, what was his name again? Like the guy that you made me kind of mimic? Babu Fink? Yeah, yeah. Babu just, Freak. Babu, Babu Freak. Just, <laughs> because, like, <laughs> whenever he goes, I'm C-3PO. Who is I? I am Babu Freak. I am Babu Freak. Babu Freak is pretty great. It's the Baby Yoda thing, though, right? <laughs> they just need to make it small. Yeah, just make it small. Hell, man, what if he had bigger eyes? Oh, man, <laughs> people would be all over it. Um, 
the the you know it's funny because they gave it away in the trailer but i gotta say even in the film when mm-hmm. c-3po when they're like what are you doing he's like i'm taking one last look at my friends i was like oh <laughs> you know but again unearned, again right? they, they'd unearned because they're like they're like oh R2's got his backup. Like, R2 ends up having his backup, and he's <laughs> mostly fine. It's like, God damn it, guys. Oh. Like. I, I would also be remiss if I didn't mm-hmm. point out that uh, the dark ray that we get, when she kind of confronts herself on that, like, uh, Excel planet, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's that planet called? Exio? Excelsior? No, it's, I think it's Exio. Exio? It, X, like the assassin from Assassin's Creed? Uh, it's, like, Exit? I don't know. Exit? It's, yeah, it's Exit. It's... <laughs> when she's on Exit, and... <laughs> Ooh, it's another movie. It's another movie. But anyway, when she confronts her dark self, and, like, she the the dark gray does that, like, bite thing, uh, it was like, oh, maybe she should go dark. I mean, it's, oh. it's a nice aesthetic. Man, you just wanted to step on your throat. I know you did. Don't even pretend. <laughs> I mean, if that's what... <laughs> wow. Uh, let's go ahead and go on to what if. That fucking sound drop every time. It's so good. I kind of touched on this already, but what if Ryan Johnson had decided to do this film yeah. instead? We, <laughs> you know, I almost as a joke want to start a Twitter, Twitter uh, no, trending no, no, thing. No, you said, you said. Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to do a Twitter twending thing. <laughs> uh, hashtag the Ryan Johnson cut. <laughs> or Johnson cut, I guess it would be. Johnson cut, right? Snyder cut. So, I just... Man, like, what would have Ryan Johnson's take have been on this story? It just would have been so different. So, so different. It would, it would have at least leaned into the thing, like, the notion that, no, 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 anybody can be the hero. Anybody yeah. can be, anybody can use the force if they just try. Right. I will say the one thing JJ kind of gave us was Finn was able to locate the targeting ship. Yeah. Because he could feel it. He has that one, like, quick passing, like, uh, force knowledge type of thing. Like, oh, no, Ray's in trouble or Ray fell or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because he's connected to Ray. Because yep. of his, probably because of his love for Ray or whatever. But, like, that's that's great. Um, you, any other what ifs? Or, like, what do you. Uh, I, I tried to fix, in my mind, like, after the film, uh, I tried to fix Palpatine being in the movie. Or at least not if, not him overall. But the first, first fucking line of the, of the crawl. <sighs> like, how about, how about this? What if we opened. With Ray training under Leia, I know we don't have enough footage of Carrie, um, but she could have been like a voiceover in her head, like talking to her, you know, because like, she's busy at the base or whatever, and Ray's out there training. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep most of tra- Ray's training montage the same. When she's out during the run, what if we hear a voice all of a sudden going like, "I know who you are. Yeah. See what you're doing," and like all of that shit. And then Ray's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and like, just, am back, I losing my mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... she goes back to Leia, like, master, I have a problem. Uh, and, and, like, she starts explaining, and then Leia says, no, that's not just you. 
We all heard that. Yeah. Ah, look. That's right there. Yeah. Story. Ah, you just fixed it. You just made it so much better. And now that's a thing that doesn't exist. That's frustrating. <laughs> that's that's so much better. That's so much better than the dead live or whatever I mean, the fuck. Fucking, how, how's that for a cold open? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can cut to like Kylo like tracking, uh, fucking body slamming people down. <laughs> it, it, uh, that's my what if. It's like just a little tweak here and there. It, again, it doesn't feel like a final draft. I think you're right. I think, yeah, I think they rushed it. I think they played it safe because they rushed it. And, and I think if they would have had more time, they would have made different choices. I really do. But that's this is where we are. This just is what it is. And it's not bad. It's Look, it's not Batman versus Superman or Justice League or anything like that. It's it's a perfectly good Star Wars film. It's better than any of the prequels to me. Um, you know, it's probably my least favorite of the new trilogy. Yeah, I I mean, I, you know, I really liked I really liked the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi a lot. I just can't wait till everybody comes to their senses in about ten years and be like, oh, holy shit! You know, after seeing it again on TNT for the third time, Last Jedi is actually really really good. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be nice. That would be nice if that was the consensus at some point. <laughs> like, granted, that film's not perfect either. I mean, Canto Bite, like we talked about it. It's it's got stuff where you're like, I st- hmm. I still like Canto Bite. I know you do. Oh, but that's the other thing. That's the other thing that this movie completely disregards is the Benicio del Toro character from the Last Jedi, Jay. who's who's positing the question like, "Hey, you're in a war. Y'all are both fucking up." Y'all are both making everything worse, mm-hmm. and you're both equally responsible. I'm like, oh, that's a real statement. Uh, and this movie was like, no, lasers, 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 <laughs> shooty star, starships, pew, 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 pew. Do you remember like, <laughs> like, uh, our point we made about like the trailer? Like fucking JJ, he's great at doing scope. Like maybe when it yeah. comes to landscape shots, but like uh, of the people in the galaxy, we still only really know and are supposed to care about twenty. Yeah, it's so small. It's a small room. It's a small room. Um, I, I, of course, still would very highly recommend everyone see this film. Come up with your own conclusions and opinions. Again, the Kylo slash Ben Ray through line through all of the films is fantastic. Yep. Uh, which is a really big testament considering that you've got... JJ's hand in it, then Ryan's, then JJ again. And we've already talked about how they're not really that compatible. And yet, even with that structure, they still were able to craft this really wonderful arc. Oh my, we didn't even really talk about it. Let's, let me talk about this before we, we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, ben, ben, the way Ben dies. Okay, so we talked about steaks. Real steaks. Real steaks. Not vegan, not vegan steaks, real steaks. Um... <laughs> So, so Ray somehow, like, this is the other actually problem that I had. Palpatine's like, kill me and then I will become you and we'll, I'm going to rule the galaxy. And okay. And then she kills him. And then he doesn't do the thing he said he was going to do. <laughs> These Sith motherfuckers are notorious for possessing people, right? You think and, that's going to be the big turn? But no. And, and, <laughs> well, yeah. 
But like, it would have been cool if they would have done like a little Michael Jackson's thriller at the end when she like turns on the the yellow lightsaber and she turns and her eye turns like Sith yellow. Oh no! And we'd be like, oh shit, didn't see that coming. Um, Quicksilver style, but the um, so yeah, that's not really explained that well. I guess because it's his own force lightning that's reflecting off of the lightsabers. But like, dude, you're not smart enough to stop then. <laughs> Like, stop shooting lightning out of your hands if it's just rebounding and hitting you. I mean... What are you doing? <laughs> um, but whatever. It takes all of Rey's rest of her life force to accomplish that feat. She straight up dies and looks very dead. She's very pale. Mm-hmm. Ben manages to climb up, limps over to her. He's not doing so hot. And at least they establish these this kind of force power and it's specifically i think it's a link between kind of the two of them that makes it stronger but he's able to give his life force to bring her back Mm -hmm. and then we see her come back like you said romeo and juliet they kiss for the first time you see ben smile little harrison ford smirk yeah beautiful uh libby had a great note on this she said was this the first time that Ben Solo had even kissed a girl. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, the Sith do give in to their passions. Ooh, that's true. And he's got that wide, thick body. And we all know he likes to <laughs> roam around hallways shirtless, as he should. <laughs> as he should. His, his force ghost should literally be him without oh, his shirt man. on. Just glistening. Yeah, I'm in it. Um, I'm in my feelings about this. Well, apparently. <laughs> so, so she kisses him. He smiles. Again, you're right. Nails the Harrison Ford smirk. And she, and we're like, oh, like, this is, this is cute. This is great. I didn't know. I wanted this, but I didn't know I wanted it this much. And I really want it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Forget and that, then he. Forget the cereal box. It'd be the multi meal bag. Yeah. And then he, he. He lays down and then just whoop, he, he puffs out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no. And it's so satisfying. It's such an earned ending for that character. And it's not what you want. Like, as a fan, you want them to be together and to, like, really find the balance and the force with each other. Yeah. But that's not what we get. And that's okay because narratively it makes a lot of sense. And it's it's a it's a choice that they made that, that I really think was the right one, ultimately. Yeah, you don't want to see Ray going to like the, uh, you know, visiting Kylo or visiting Ben in a jail for the rest of her life. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what would have happened to him otherwise? Like, they can't really. He killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. That, that Just in the beginning of the film, but like, just a lot. Well, yeah, the lightsaber has like, not even people who deserved it either. Like, just a random passerby on, the, on Starkiller base because he was in a bad yeah. mood. Yeah. Thinking about his grandfather, just getting real mad. <laughs> Any final thoughts on Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker? Endings are hard. <laughs> uh, I guess the best you can do. I mean, if you were putting all the pressure on yourself to try and nail down all nine movies into one period, then uh, I, I it's, it's not that bad. It's um, you, you got to give him some credit. He uh, at least came back, like you said, on a shortened time schedule 
and was able to do something that's not entirely bad. He he knew enough to stick to the Ray and Kylo anchor point, and I think yeah, that's what kind of like smart move. Yeah, that's the that's the thing I think most people are gonna remember about this, and uh, they're gonna remember that feeling. Yeah, and and really note for note, their whole thing is practically perfect in terms of their arc and what they mean to each other and how their relationship develops. It's it's really really good. Mm-hmm. It's a really tasty morsel to enjoy as you watch these three films uh, in the future. I, I will say, for big uh, big, we got the big we got to do big wheel. Is he saying, can you bring me love, Dio, in that sound clip? Is he talking to the droid? Oh, man. <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> can you bring me love, Dio? <laughs> kind of sounds like he might be. I mean, good for him. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, no, no thank you. I, I don't want to hear about your family. <laughs> <laughs> um. I gotta say, I'm gonna give big wheel to to Palpy. Yeah, you agree? I big old bloated helps. What's he doing? He wanted her to kill you, and then she did it, and then you just died. <laughs> what? What was your plan? I'm confused. Uh, you you're operating on a Tonka construction crane. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't like the happened. Sith disciples or whatever, they just like they're like ah, ah, they're just in the stands and they're just fucking getting crushed by whatever debris. Is oh yeah, the rocks. God, damn. Like, well, they can't force force levitate some of that stuff off of them or <laughs> prevent it from cracking or whatever. <laughs> what are you even doing? Are you even Sithing? Honestly, you can't just wear black and red, man. You got to actually commit. I think ultimately when I come back to this film, what's going to end up happening is the things that I like about it, I will like more. Mm-hmm. And the things that I do not like will bother me more. Mm. The more often I revisit this film. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you think this film's legacy for you is going to be? Um, just, uh, I, my brother and I kind of did this with the prequels a lot. Uh, cause, uh, that was very much his, like, um, not first exposure. Cause I'm a, I'm a better big, big brother than that. I, I showed him the first trilogy first. And, uh, but like the prequels, he was like, why, why, why is it, why didn't he, what, why are they so, why are they so bad? And so we kind of like tried to unpack it and try to repackage it and try to shape it a little bit better. Uh, if anything, I think the, the great magic trick that Lucas did with Star Wars is he created this really pliable universe that anybody can kind of jump into and have fun in, right? That's that's why it's so popular. That's why it's almost like a, the best example of like hegemony in American pop culture that exists. It's because that you can play in this sandbox. This is yours now. And I think I it, it's a it's not that bad of a movie. And to the thought experiments that sprout from this are sometimes like that's where I get the most enjoyment out of Star Wars. It's like fuck you. What else is possible? Right. Perfect segue, actually, because, you know, the newest episode of The Mandalorian just came out mm. and I uh, haven't seen it yet. But we have that, right? We already ha- we already know that although this Skywalker saga may be done and honestly, the way they ended the film, it's like, is it really, though? Because 
Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that, but like Ray's like I'm Ray Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that was earned? Well, the whole like uh thing with giving her an identity with Pal- she's a Palpatine now. Like the 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 movie was the the storyline was trending that you not only can you pick who your family is, like the friends of your family you pick, right? Not only can you pick right. that, but you can also pick who you are and who you be. Right. You can re- you can re- have a rebuttal of what you're supposed to be. Yeah. And- I, I think it skips a bunch of like the hard work you have to do to get there, and <laughs> just gets. Yeah. Yeah, but she has Leia's saber. So, do you need to? Do you need the hard work? She buried it. She buried it right yeah. next to Luke's. She has her own fucking yeah. her own lightsaber. That's the other thing we didn't touch on. Made out of parts cool. of Kylo's. Is that what that was? See, I, I couldn't tell at first. I, I I couldn't tell if she went back and found Kylo's and you know reshaped them to her own, or if she made made some stuff off of uh off of Exy or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I think I think she did go back and find Kylo's. It was, I that's that's my I'm so glad you brought that yeah. up and I know we're about to wrap up the episode but we're gonna get into this now that in my that's my head canon mm. my head canon is that she because if you know and this is canon this is canon like in Star Wars so kyber crystals are the things that create the lightsabers and they can come in like a, ver- a variety of colors mm. but to turn a, a lightsaber to make a red lightsaber you have to bleed the kyber crystal. Yeah. And the kyber crystals themselves are basically like living organisms in a way. So you're like you you're like basically hurting it or killing it to make it red. Uh, that's like part of the Sith training, right? Yeah. There are there have been instances where Jedi, really powerful, really mindful Jedi, have been able to take a red kyber crystal and repair its soul essentially, yeah. and then it changes the color, like to white, right? To white, and then I've also read that maybe yellow. I think yellow. But yeah, I think it's yellow is like the closest a Jedi can have to getting to the dark side. I think. Okay. So kind of like the right. It's it's supposed to be that duality thing, right? Where you're like, right? Where like you're um, like you said, like the closest to the dark side, where you're almost like a gray Jedi. Yeah, yeah. In sense. So so if that is part of 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 Kylo or Ben's lightsaber i mean i'm all i'm here for it i'm gonna have to check that again when we see it when i see it again but um yeah great it's a great shot it's really cool um i did like that i did if you're gonna go with she's a palpatine the fact that she re um establishes herself as as a skywalker as her own person i think actually make means a lot for that character Mm -hmm. so well, I think with that, we're going to draw this episode to a close. We're, uh, again, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, check out our Brothers in Arms podcast, uh, Collecting Weekly. Those guys just did their award show, hey. and it's a, it's a real hoot. It's real fun, Zach and the guys. Uh, they have a lot of fun with their award show. They do a lot of uh, – If you make sure you watch it on YouTube because they do uh, – they actually made some awards and stuff and like envelopes that they open. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But, uh, and then of course, check out popcultureandcomics.com for, uh, really cool indie comic reviews. Uh, we're going to have our own Powies award show, hopefully within the next 10 days or so. <laughs> we'll see. We're going to try. We're going to, we're going to try. Uh, otherwise it'll be at the very beginning of 2020. Oh, and, uh, Real quick, can you hear that sound? Don't know if that's working right or not. 
No, Lay bells in the distance if you can't. Um, I was going to say, you know, make sure to go to kneelbeforepod.com or, or facebook.com slash kneelbeforepod. Uh, but a little bit of a quick Christmas present for you, buddy. Uh, you can now, true believers, go to comicbookcharacterspod.com. And that'll oh, right snap to our Facebook page where you can interact with us, where you can vote for us for best podcast of San Antonio. And oh, Mag- there's a QR code. Yeah, there's a, there's a QR code. Done did it. A uh, little bit of a spoiler for Christmas for you. But um, that's that's what it is. Uh, Comicbookcharacterspod.com. Oh, my God. Comicbookcharacterspod.com. Hit it up. So, so cool. Super psyched. Oh, wow. Yeah, to please, everyone, we'll put the link up there again, uh, of course, to the website. But, like, also to the voting thing. You can vote once a day through, I believe, January 3rd. So don't forget to vote. We, we do appreciate it. We appreciate all of you all for listening. If, if you disagree with us on this review, that's totally cool. Let us know what, what you think. What did you like? What didn't you yeah, like? What would you have takes. changed? We do love the takes. We love the hottest of takes. We'll take some lukewarm takes. Uh, do what you can. We're not afraid. Don't be afraid. Reach out. Reach out. And until then, may the force be with you. Always.